IELTS Test Prepcast, episode 15. founder of the Pass IELTS Higher website, which was started in late 2010 and has been successfully helping students achieve higher band scores since. Andrea Price currently lives and works in London, teaching IELTS. She has been teaching the subject at home and abroad for over 20 years. And now for today's IELTS lesson. Hello. Today we're going to talk about IELTS writing and in particular we're going to talk about uh, typical student errors. In total, we're going to discuss 11 typical student errors. We're going to talk about each one, and we're going to give examples which demonstrate what each uh, error is and uh, how students should be thinking about correcting them. So the reason we're doing this is because uh, we do have planned uh, a review of uh, different standards of written English from uh, IELTS candidates. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through uh, the, the different standards and explain what sort of errors are being made and we're going to refer back to this podcast so for example we'll be referring back to basic error number one so we so in, in, in the future podcast we'll be saying things like uh, this student has made basic error number one and this is how they should be correcting it okay so today uh, I have with me Andrea and she's going to take us through the lesson hello so IELTS writing and typical student errors in this podcast, we'll talk about really basic mistakes that the arts candidate makes. It's important for the student to know which these typical mistakes are, as they're easy to correct. But if you make them, you can easily lower your band score by one in both your writing and your speaking. So there are a list of 11, and I'm going to tell you what they are. Uh, these are made these can be made in writing and speaking so what I think you should do is have the list by your side so that when you're doing your own writing or preparing your own speaking you'll be able to think about the mistakes I'm telling you about and hopefully start to correct them and start to get higher band scores so these are the ones you need to think about Number one is the article, and that's an article in general and a specific article. When you're talking generally, as you would in task two or in your speaking, um, you don't need an article. So, for example, we talk about global warming or French people. We're just talking generally, so there's no the or there's no a. This is called zero article in grammar. Number two, you use the when you're talking specifically. So, um, for example, I mentioned French people, but if I say the French people in Paris, who live in Paris, for example, I'm being more specific. Number three is a or an. Obviously, a means one. It's for a singular noun. And you do a with a noun that begins with a consonant or an adjective that begins with a consonant. The adjective obviously comes before the noun. Or an an with a noun that begins with a vowel or an adjective that begins with a vowel before a consonant. Then you mustn't forget your prepositions, number four. Number five, think about the correct verb and the verb tense. So people forget quite often to um, 
use the past simple tense when they're talking about time that's finished. Number six is really important, which is your spelling. Uh, that's also very important in listening and reading. Even if your answers are right and your spelling's wrong, you will lose uh, marks. Your answers won't be um, considered to be correct. Number seven is thinking about the plural noun and the singular noun. Number eight is thinking about the plural verb and the singular verb. Number nine is thinking about basic punctuation, really. So do you know when to use capital letters? Do you know when to use full stops? Do you know when to use your commas, your question marks, and your exclamation marks? Sometimes that's not very important. And number 10 is grammar, and number 11 is word order. Okay, uh, I think there's a um, there's obviously quite a, a lot to remember in there uh, uh, in that list you've just given. Uh, so what I'm going to do is is put that list of typical student errors on the website under under this podcast, so that uh, there's a, a sort of ready come in handy uh, lookup table for that. Yeah, no, I yes, that would be really great because I'd like the students to have it by their sides so that when they're writing they can look at the list and see if they've made any of the mistakes and hopefully they'll soon not be they won't be making those mistakes okay basic error number one is the zero article or no article so I would say that in IELTS there's a very general rule you can apply especially in your writing task too. If you're talking generally about a topic, you don't use any articles. For example, I feel that teenagers nowadays are far too lacking in discipline. We're talking about all teenagers, so we're talking generally about the teenager, about teenagers, so no the is used. We're talking about all discipline, we're talking in general about discipline, so no the is used. Basic error number two, we'll call, we'll call this one the indefinite article, which is a or an, a or an, and we use a or an to talk about one thing or a singular noun. When you're writing, ask yourself if you're talking about one of something, which is a noun, and maybe a noun with an adjective. If yes, you also need to put a or an. You put a if the noun or adjective begins with a consonant. A child might want to play computer games, but this must be controlled. Child begins with C, which is a consonant, so you put a, a child. You put an if the noun begins with a vowel. The vowels are a, e, i, o and u. A treat a day could be allowed, for example. An ice cream now and again is not too harmful. Treat begins with a consonant, a T, and you're mentioning one of these, so you put a, a treat. Ice cream begins with a vowel, and you're talking about one ice cream, so we say an, an ice cream. Basic error number three, which we will call the definite article, and the definite article is the, when you're writing, look at the noun you have used and ask, am I only talking about a noun that is unique? Is there only one of them, such as the moon? If yes, you put the. I mention the moon because in some languages it's not uh, singular, so in, but in English it is. Space Research hopes to take travellers to the moon for holidays one day. 
If you've been talking generally about a topic and then you want to talk more specifically, you put the. Having said teenagers are lacking in discipline, it needs to be said that the, te the teenagers I know are the complete opposite of this. I'm now referring to a specific group, the teenagers I know, and I use the. Basic error number four. Arts candidates often use the incorrect preposition when they use verb and expressions of collocation. And this mistake loses lots of points in the grammar assessment of your writing and will certainly stop you getting your band seven. When you're learning verbs and collocations, remember to learn the prepositions that go with these expressions. Here are some examples. You need to ensure that you eat healthily and exercise to remain fit. Think about the way parts of speech change an aspect of grammar. A lack of discipline may depend on the home environment. Here lack is used as a noun and it needs of plus another noun, so a lack of discipline. If lack is used as a verb, it doesn't need a preposition, it's just followed by a noun. For example, many teenagers lack guidance. How often do you communicate with your child about his problems? Many young people have the opportunity to do something. There is plenty of opportunity for growth. So you just see that you have to learn the expressions with their prepositions. So communicate with an opportunity to do something, plenty of opportunity for growth. Basic error number five, which we'll call using the verb correctly and in the correct tense. IELTS students often forget that when there's a past time or a finished time, we use the past simple tense. They put the present simple tense. For example, in 2010, it rains a lot. 2010 is finished, so the student should, of course, have put it rained a lot. So ED for the past simple or a past simple irregular. Or from the influence of their own language, students put the present perfect with the time in the past. For example, in 2010, it has rained a lot. In English, we don't say it has rained a lot with finished time. You must use a past simple with finished time. Or students forget how to use the infinitive after a verb. For example, they say something like, it will rains very much in the future. They think because of the it that the infinitive needs to have an s, but of course it doesn't. It should be, it will rain very much. Basic error number six, part one, is the spelling. There are many typical spelling mistakes that students make, and this can easily lead to one or two bands lower than the student would have achieved with good spelling. In listening, writing down the answers with the correct spelling is very important. If you have the right answer but the wrong spelling, your answer will be marked as incorrect. For that reason, you must make sure that you know the pronunciation of the vowels, which are A, E, I, O and U, and the consonants B, C, D, F, G, H, J, K, L, M, N, P, Q, R, S, T, V, W, X, Y, Z. Presumably uh, for those uh, students who prefer to talk within American English, 
uh, they're allowed to use Z. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I, um, I haven't put any American pronunciation in. But yes, of course, I think usually in South America they use um, American English and in quite a lot of the Asian countries they use American English. Basic error number six, part two. Practice understanding the pronunciation of these English alphabet letters as you will be tested on your ability to understand spellings and write them down correctly especially in section one of the listenings and of course you'll be you'll need to be able to spell any other gap fill answers correctly in the reading exam you must make sure you transfer the spelling of the answer from the reading text to the reading answer sheet or the same applies if your answer is right but the spelling is wrong you will not get your mark Basic error seven. Arts candidates often forget to add the S onto a verb in what is called the third person singular present tense. The third person singular, I'm sure most of you will know, but I'll just explain, is it, he or she. And when you use a verb that goes with it, he or she in the present tense, present simple tense, you need to put an S on the end of the verb. This is especially noticeable in the writing task one, where the student might write the bar chart, so there's only one bar chart, so that should be third person singular, the bar chart show, and the student forgets the S on the end of the verb. And so the bar chart show the number of males employed. It should be, of course, the bar chart shows the number of people employed but that's a really typical error students just seem to forget the s for some reason alternatively the arts candidate writes the line graphs plural so third person plural shows the number of males employed the line graphs shows the number of males employed because line graphs is plural the verb that follows it should not have the s so the correct sentence is the line graphs show, line graphs plural, show plural verb, the number of males employed. Line graphs show the number of males employed. This error appears in the writing task too as well and the speaking test. When you're practicing writing or speaking, think about this error. It's extremely basic grammar. You will have learned it in your first week of English and will easily lose you one or two bands in the grammar column. Let's hear from this episode's sponsors. It's their support that keeps our lessons free for you. You're doing the right thing and practicing your IELTS Task 1 and Task 2 writing. You need band score 7, 8 or 9 and practice makes perfect, right? Not quite. Practice with the right guidance will make perfect. That's what Pass IELTS Higher offers. Let us assess your writing and coach you to higher IELTS writing band scores. Go to www.coachmyieltswriting.com to learn more. Assessment and coaching IELTS writing packages start from US $13.50. Basic error seven. Other similar mistakes that arts candidates make are when using the expression one of. Because the expression says one of, it's clear that what follows is plural a plural noun, but students often forget to add the S to the noun to make it plural or to add the plural noun. So, for example, they write something like one of the problem and because you said one of, problem should have an S. It should be one of the problems. 
Another mistake arts candidates make is to talk about many of the people think that global warming is becoming more serious. The correct expression is many people or alternatively few people. Many people think that global warming is becoming more serious. Few people think that global warming is becoming more serious. Basic error eight. This is punctuation. In arts writing task one and two, the arts examiner is also checking your basic knowledge of punctuation. That is capital letters, full stops, commas, question marks, and maybe exclamation marks. A common mistake is when the arts candidate writes a sentence and ends with a full stop, but forgets to start the next sentence with a capital letter. Remember, each sentence begins with a capital letter. Another one that fairly low-level candidates forget is to put the full stop so that it's hard to see when one sentence ends and another begins. Remember, at a simple level, each thought needs a full stop or a basic subject noun, verb and object noun. For example, he, subject noun, plays, verb, object noun, football. Or, for a task one example, the bar chart shows unemployment figures. That's a whole sentence. A sentence needs a verb. The, the sentence begins with the bar chart. Because it's the beginning of the sentence, it should have a capital letter to start the sentence. And that's the end of the sentence. It needs a full stop at the end. And of course, this is really basic and you wonder why I'm telling you. But I promise you that when you're writing under pressure, you forget things like that. Basic error number eight, part two. Another aspect of punctuation is to remember when to put commas, especially with the linking words. For example, if you use however at the beginning of a sentence, there should be a comma after the word. However, comma, not all, all children are the same. If you use however in the middle of a sentence, there should be a comma before however and after however. Not all children, comma, however, comma, are the same. Also, with the first conditional, remember the first conditional begins with if plus the present tense. This is written, if you drive less, comma, you will cause less pollution. The grammar rule here is that if you begin the sentence with an if, you put a comma in the middle of the sentence. You will cause less pollution if you drive less, no comma here. If you put the if clause in the middle of the sentence, then there's no comma, but there is if you begin the sentence with if. While you are using linking words and expressions and some grammatical forms, also learn where the commas go so that your writing will be more accurate. Basic error number nine. It's very important to be accurate with your grammar when writing or speaking because this will give you your band score seven or higher. Learn how to make conditionals and use them, how to put modals in their past, how to make passives and use them. Basic error nine. In task one and two, if you can use passives correctly, you will boost the score in your grammar column. The passive is often used in the process writing, but you can also use it generally to describe the graphs. For example, 
The given process shows how oil is carried from the refinery by tankers to the factory, where it's divided into categories. Remember that to make the passive, you need to use the verb to be and the past participle. Here, the past participle is carried. The to be has to match the subject pronoun, so the noun or the subject noun at the beginning of the sentence. Here, the oil is a subject noun and oil is uncountable, so it takes a singular verb. So we said the oil is carried from the refinery. Basic error nine, number three, another example of the passive. If the subject is plural, it takes the plural of to be. For example, these categories are cleaned and made into items for sale. Categories is plural, so the verb used is are. Remember with the passive, you ask yourself, is what I'm describing being done by somebody or something? If the answer is yes, you use the passive. If the answer is no, you can describe the sentence in the normal way, which is called the active. For example, the drivers take the oil to the factory. That's an active sentence. Basic error nine, part four. Here are some other examples of more complex grammar, but there will be podcasts on each of the grammatical tenses. A use of modal verbs will encourage higher marks in the exam. The government might want to impose more regulations in the future. Present tense modal, which is might here, plus the verb, the infinitive verb, but after modals, the verb doesn't have to. So the government might want, so not might to want, but might want. So after modals, there, are no, there is no to. The government might have learned from their mistakes. This is a past tense modal, and to make the past tense modal, you need a modal verb, and here we've used might, plus have, plus the past participle, which is learned here. The government might have learned from their mistakes. Basic error number 10. There are many rules about word order, and the R's candidate needs to think about these as he adds examples of each kind of word order to his range of vocabulary. Here are some examples, but again, there'll be another podcast with more in-depth analysis. The basic pattern is subject noun, verb, and object noun. For example, I eat breakfast. I subject noun, eat verb, breakfast, object noun. I met my friend yesterday. Some verbs don't have an object. For example, I sleep, I wake up. Basic error 10. Other easy verb patterns to remember are that some verbs take the infinitive, which is the to form. For example, I would like to learn English. I have decided to come to England. So the verb pattern is would like plus infinitive or decide plus infinitive. Or the verb that takes a gerund. A gerund is the verb form plus ing. Stopping pollution involves changing people's attitudes. So involve takes the ing form or the gerund. Other grammar that changes word order is what are called indirect questions. For example, do you think this is a good idea? So there are two questions here. Is it a good idea? And do you think? When you use indirect questions, the first 
question is um, a question, but the second question is a sentence. Do you think, which is a question, this is a good idea, which is the sentence form. Can you tell me what is needed to change this attitude? Can you tell me is the first question. What is needed to change this attitude is the second question, but formed like a sentence. Two questions, but the second is written with the verb order for a sentence. Basic error number 10, part 3. Other typical IELTS candidates' errors are forgetting to change the word order when making questions. This is a fairly basic error and loses lots of marks. For example, error, the government should do something about this. So it's easy to make it a question when you're speaking, but of course when it's written down it's a sentence, it's not a question. The correct form is, should the government do something about this? So remember that you move the verb around to make the question. Error, young children eat unhealthily, so there's no question form there. The correct form is, do young children eat unhealthily? There are also things called indirect speech and questions used in indirect speech. The government said they would change things after the election. The government was asked if there would be any changes. But this is more complex and it of course will be followed up in another podcast. Okay, uh, thank you for that. As we've, as we've heard, uh, there are some really basic mistakes which the IELTS candidates tend to make. And it's important that they, if they want to get the higher marks, uh, sort of seven and eight, uh, that they uh, be, begin to learn and understand and know uh, what those typical mistakes are. And they're very easy to correct, as, as we've just heard. So th- that really was the purpose of this podcast, was to introduce the students to the typical mistakes being made, uh, to list them out and to explain what those mistakes are and how they can correct them. Uh, so just to help, as I mentioned earlier, just to, to, to help for this podcast, uh, I shall place a table of the uh, typical student errors uh, on, on the, uh, the podcast posting um, for, for this episode. So I think we've covered everything we wanted to cover today. Uh, so until next time, thank you very much. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this free IELTS Test Prepcast, please show us your support and appreciation by heading over to IELTSTestPrepcast.com and clicking the subscribe in iTunes button at the top of the page. This will shoot you over to iTunes where you can leave a rating and review. You've been listening to the IELTS Test Prepcast, which provides three free IELTS lessons for candidates aiming for IELTS band scores 7, 8 or 9. Subscribe to this Prepcast in iTunes or download it from our website www.ieltstestprepcast.com Hello everybody and sorry to interrupt but I just wanted to mention a few things that can help you alright so I want to help as many of you as possible you can get a free 30 minute check of your English level your OET, IELTS or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me if you're trying to uh, pass your interviews, maybe you're attempting to get a job overseas. You would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example. And um, check out that at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching, would like to discuss your plans, and you can 
hit me up over at initial-impact.com. But both of those sites, the links take you to the same end result, which is a booking page for 30 minutes free of charge to book your session, time and date you pick on Zoom. Also, if you're doing IELTS and OET and you would like help with your written or speaking tasks too, and you don't or can't have time to book a session with me in person on a live call, which again, I can do. You can get live one-to-one coaching on Zoom anytime you like. But if it's hard for you, then take advantage of my IELTS and OET written and spoken task service, which means that you buy credits, 10 credits, 10 tasks, and you can submit your spoken audio files to me for critique and review, and then I will respond within 36 hours with a full review of your transcript and to tell you where you sounded good, where it fell down, and the corrections, okay? Um, For your written IELTS and OET, again, you can select all the tasks on my booking site, which the links are all uh, all available. If you just go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, you can find all of these services there and follow the links. And what you'll be able to do is get a response from me within 36 hours with correction of your written task. And then you get a chance to do it again with the corrections I've suggested. And I will also expand and give some other native phrases you might like to consider. So you're going to find out how to make yourself sound better, to hit the magical number um, that you need to get for a word count, pass and get the higher grade, and also how to expand your sentences and create essays because many students are struggling to know even how to to create an academic layout of an essay. Um, You're going to fall down there too. When it comes to OET, it's slightly different, but the same process applies. When we look at how you structure those referral letters and how you write the client and the patient notes, okay? So it's very specific depending on whether it's OET or IELTS. Um, I do it all. Me and my team, we are here to help you, okay? So don't hesitate to reach out. And of course, please, 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 if you'd like to purchase any books, then you can get that from the bookstore links. Again, you'll find those all on the site. So good luck, everybody, and hope to help you soon.